Today's podcast is brought to you by Eggshell Light Company. For over 45 years, Eggshell Light Company has been the go-to specialty shop handling the lighting needs for all that grace the shores of beautiful Hawaii. Combining the artistic methods of the theater with the speed and efficiency of the musical touring industry, they have pioneered event lighting throughout the Hawaiian Islands. They specialize in supply of top-shelf equipment and designers for broadcast, concerts, corporate, and special events. From the smallest weddings to televised concerts and the largest corporate clients, they know that this is your most important event. It is their goal to make you feel that way. Aloha from Eggshell Light Company. Welcome again to the podcast. My name is Chris Lose. I am the designer relations developer for Ayrton Lighting, as well as the columnist for PLSN, LD at Large. Uh, I am sitting at home today because uh, I'm just as I'm on lockdown, just like everybody else is. Uh, and so I decided I would have a conversation with my good friends, Trevor Zelinke, the National Director of Accounts and Production for Digirati Productions, as well as Isaac Rothwell, the National Director of Operations for Digirati Productions. Uh, these two fine gentlemen have taken it upon themselves to put together a petition to really make some change and try and help out and save our industry. So I figured I would give them a platform and we would discuss this for a little while. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I have seen your guys's petition all up and down my Facebook feed. I I feel lots of people are sharing it. I feel like this morning it was at 20,000 signatures and now uh, I would have to check right now, but it's well over 50,000 signatures. That, that's that, accurate. It's got to be feeling pretty good. Um, it definitely feels pretty good. The bittersweet side of it is when you sit back and personalize it to everyone signing that document and you read the comments for the reasons that are pushing them to so hard to go and sign this and all the devastation that's already transpiring throughout the industry. So that's the bittersweet aspect is it's great to see the industry come together and people to, you know, not just sit down and, and go in a hole, but actually to actually click, even make a few clicks, which is hard for a lot of people to do um, and take root. But that's kind of where we're at with it. But we're definitely excited in the sense that this is kind of going where we hoped it could possibly go. Yeah, it's with the petitions, it's really tough. I mean, in the days of street petitions where somebody would have to go out and actually stand in front of a supermarket and ask people to sign their paperwork and people would have to really take time. It's so streamlined nowadays that you can actually get the word out so much faster and so much easier and you can make such a a bigger impact. Uh, Whose idea was it first to put this together? I think it was uh, Isaac had it a little um, a while back when we first started seeing kind of the the collapse starting, and um, it kind of kind of fell by the wayside a little bit. And then this week we were just really kind of just sitting at home doing nothing and trying to figure out what we could do to help because we're just seeing so many people post on Facebook and social media about how they're just their a gig is canceling left and right, and you know our all of our businesses dried up overnight as well. And we're like. Uh, we, we don't know what to do. And we just, we saw the the writing on the wall that, you know, we are the invisible fabric that really kind of holds up, you know, the, the rest of the businesses in, in the world for, you know, commerce and trade, because 
every time you know there's a meeting happening, business is happening, and just when our industry completely fell out from underneath us, uh, we said we need we need to take action. We need to do something at least at least you know die trying doing something to to help uh, our fellow people our fellow people in in the current situation that we're in. I think that's part of why this petition is so important is because our industry gets overlooked all too often because we're known for our elasticity. We're known for the being the first industry to bounce back during things like uh, depression or nine 11 or whatnot, because our industry is known for gathering people and bringing people together. And now we've been cut off at the knees Mm -hmm. because that's, that's the one thing that we can't do right now. We can't gather. We can't, we can't travel to meet one another. We can't generate uh, meetings at all. Yeah. I mean, we're the only, you know, the industry is the first industry they actually get mandated that we can't do our jobs. And, you know, that's a huge hit that we cannot have a whole, we can't hold a meeting. Um, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's devastating. And we can't even I hold mean, a literally, meeting to I've, talk about the meetings. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I think hit us after Wednesday night and uh, the president's address and seeing that people were realizing what we had already kind of known in our for- our own internal forecasting, that we're literally the large gathering industry. So yeah. if you can't have large gatherings, we can't exist. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, we're not an industry full of full-time employees with benefits and uh and and healthcare and stuff we're 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 pretty much a conglomerate of pirates who all come together to make make magic and when when stuff like this hits it, it hits us pretty hard yeah i mean a lot of us are are either uninsured or we pay insurance out of you know uh you know there's no companies that we can get insurance from or anything like that and that's one of the things that we're trying to bring attention to as well is is that we, you know, the industry needs an emergency, um, you know, medic, uh, Medicaid or health insurance coverage for um, the, the, the freelancers in our industry and the meeting planners, you know, audiovisual technicians, A1s, V1s, anyone who, you know, is like you said, a, a kind of a, uh, the pirates uh, that don't have that coverage um, or that they, you know, they have to pay out of pocket that, that there's no income coming in and we can't, uh, we can't support that. And especially with a, you know, um, a virus that can, you know, get you sick. You need to be able to, to take care of yourself and your family. Um, so that's one of the things that we're calling for with this petition is to help that as well. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, uh, Go ahead. I mean, premium, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when people are at bet are going to not be able to make their bills payments, I mean, most freelancers paying pretty high premiums for health insurance in the U.S. So that was one of the scariest things, you know, we thought of. Yeah, I would imagine a lot of the the industries they have a lot a lot larger fish than us. We're 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 really a, a very small fish in the big pond. A lot of the major industries, when stuff like this hits them, they have lobbyists already in place to get the a word into the into the lobbyist ears to say, "Hey, you need to bail them out." And we don't we just don't have that. We've never needed it, so there's no reason for us to have that that infrastructure in place. Uh, the only thing we can do is make, uh, make our voices louder and let them know, Hey, there, there's a, a multi-billion dollar industry right here. Just floundering. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, as we were digging into this petition, we tr- we quickly did some research. I mean, back in 2016, biz- the business meetings industry was looking at uh, close to $338 billion annually. And we probably estimate now, we didn't really put in our petition because we don't have enough, but probably we're cl- probably it's closer to a half trillion. But then when you start calculating in the live, the complete live events industry of touring concerts and live music and all the other kind of ancillary things that, you know, a lot of us all do. I mean, we're probably close to a trillion dollar industry, which is, is significant enough in the economy. Um, I mean, if the automotive industry was a, a big deal, we're pretty close to that. I like to think so. Uh, so your guys' petition is pretty much calling for an emergency medical health insurance policy of some sort, right? Uh, uh, we're calling, we're calling for that, but we're also calling for. I mean, one thing that stuck out to us is initially people were saying, you know, uh, we're, we're going to put fifty billion dollars to small business liquidity loans, and in our minds, fifty billion doesn't even touch the surface of the number, the economic loss that's already happening for industry wide in the events, not just you know on the AV side, but we, we were looking also at you know the meeting planning side, the meeting companies. Um, all these ancillary services, hotel industry, which is, you know, who, who knows how much the losses are when you start putting them in there. So we're calling for the health insurance first and foremost, because we know people matter. Um, and then the next is we're looking at um, some low interest loans at minimum, um, a lot a lot bigger pot. And we're, there's going to have to be some flexibility and access to those loans because we're not traditional businesses. Um that normally get small business loans. A lot of times we get a lot of equipment leasing and whatnot. But then the third piece is we, we actually saw in New York city that they were offering um, employment retention grants. And that's probably something that we could see that's the only thing that would stave off layoffs within our industry, because in a service-based industry, there's no way that uh, companies can keep workers on when there's no possible way they could generate any revenue. That's a recipe for collapse. And a, an employee retention grant is basically a just a loan to be able to float your employees for a certain amount of time. Is that right? Um, in our mind, a grant would be almost no strings attached money. It's almost cash infusion. Um, okay. It's because it's I, I can't see how any of the businesses in our industry could afford, even the PRGs, the big players, they can't afford to t- go into that level of debt just to keep employees on at this point. And I, I think that's what we're seeing. But So we'll see how that plays out. I mean, right now, it's, the petition's more about raising awareness than it is getting these needs met yet. I think there's still a lot of negotiation that would have to happen and to really affect the specifics of our industry. But at the least, we need, uh, we need Washington, we need the media, we need our, all our family and friends nationally to know that there's a huge economic problem that's that's starting to fall and we we, we kind of look at it as the first domino because there's a lot of families and industries tied to to what we're doing that are going to collapse and there's not going to be the income and once you kind of have the imbalance in the economy we've seen it in 2008 you know that recession and we really think that we're looking at something that could be monumentally much worse than that yeah i agree i know that i mean you, we can all tell ourselves that we're going to bounce back in the next six months or so because we we've seen it happen before but the the goal is to get these people and these companies to six months from now when it's going to be lush again Mm -hmm. 
without yeah. some sort of outside aid, I don't know how to make that happen. Yeah, and then the um, and then if we if there is no aid, it's gonna even some of the bigger companies, uh, the the larger companies out there are are gonna have a hard time weathering. So if they're gonna have a hard time weathering, a lot of the smaller companies aren't aren't gonna be there. And then you'll also see a, a buy up of you know once it comes back, there's gonna be a lot of people almost predatory buy ups of these small mom and pop companies, which we really kind of feel that these a lot of these smaller companies really make the industry um, what it is. And, you know, and this, they, they provide jobs for thousands of hundreds of thousands of, of freelance, uh, freelance workers throughout the country. And, you know, not just in our country, but, you know, uh, around the world, it's a huge industry. And, um, we really want to see, you know, we want to be able to see that, that as many companies as possible can come back and come back strong from this and it's not in, and be able to support the, the people that aren't, uh, the normal, you know, nine to five workers. And it's just really heartbreaking uh through and through what do you i mean uh, in the meantime uh, go ahead i just wanted to piggy tail i mean the other piece of it too that we kind of worry and we kind of see the scenario playing out is while we're also the way this this kind of catastrophe economically is playing out we're the first domino to fall and potentially it's going to cause a very large economic setback but additionally if if we aren't bailed out and don't recover once the economy is ready to come back, we are the force that needs to be there to help these businesses start doing business-to-business meetings, marketing, getting their message out and connecting. And if we are decimated and you know, people don't, aren't, aren't in places where they can get back to working quickly and, and you know, six, six months from now and losing homes and whatnot, and I mean, I've already seen it, a lot of workers are living paycheck to paycheck. Um, if we're not able to come back strong, the economy is not going to come back strong either. Yeah. I've been reaching out to as many of my, many of my, my roadie friends trying to, you know, offer some assistance and some of them, they're just like, Hey, I I can't even accept any assistance right now because it's just going to get buried in my overdraft fees. And, you know, uh, thank you for offering help, but I don't, I'm just going to have to, ride this one out and look for some sort of external or alternative income. And if yeah. we lose too many people to alternative income, then we're going to lose those people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so in the meantime, uh, in the, in the lean times, what are you guys going to be doing? How are you guys hunkering down? <laughs> well, initially our thoughts were we were going to really work on uh, streamlining a lot of systems and our, our and training within our organization, creating tr- program trainings, you know, going out and creating relationships um, on the sales front. But then we really realized, well, this is what we need to do. So right now, this is our main focus um, for probably at least the next week or two as we're building consensus. And who knows where this movement's going to develop to is, you know, we're starting to kind of maybe turn a corner where this is even going to blow up even bigger than this 50,000 signatures in a day and a few hours. But we'll see what happens. But kind of we're just dedicated to building relationships within kind of the industry, not just on the AV side, but what really kind of excites us is we're really seeing meeting planners step up and become a part of this movement. We're seeing health hell workers. We're seeing a whole broad coalition here, which could be really a game changer for our industry. Um, we could, ch- if we were able to come together in this time, we could also kind of parlay that into maybe changing the way things operate to avoid things like this happening in the in the future, but also kind of to make our industry a little more 
a little bit more legitimate in a sense, a little more organized, um, and you know maybe some more fair practices that, is, that are going to protect workers at the end of the day, the freelancers that are get just totally put to the wayside by this economy. Uh, those are those are lofty aspirations. I, I salute you. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> right now, we're just doing it day by day. Cool. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, chime in and help out, where can they go to learn more? Um, we set up, along with our petition, we set up a website called www.event-industry-aid.com. You can go there. You could also go find Digirati Productions, find our website. There is a tab on our page that is for event industry aid. Um, you could also find us on Facebook. Um, obviously, sign that petition. Um, that's a huge thing. But the next thing is we're, as we get these people together, people are reaching out to ask kind of how they can become more involved. And there's some leaders that are going to step up and try to develop some coalitions with bigger organizations. But I think we're going to find us maybe some action plans of how we can directly target um, maybe specific politicians, um, specific uh, industry leaders and organizations to hear our cause and kind of move things forward. So we'll see. I mean, right now it's it's in its infancy. It's like this is way too new to know where things will go. But we really need people just to continue to spread, spread the message, um, kind of look at look at this positively you know we see the negative comments and we understand you know we're going up against goliath um most likely you know who knows what's going to happen to this but at least at the least we tried and even if we're just creating awareness for our industry and making sure people know what's happening to us at the end of the day we that's a big deal for Um, for such a behind the scenes industry that doesn't get recognized I, I can only imagine what the, the negative comments are. It's just, it's got to be so disheartening just knowing that you have the best of intentions and you have a very solid idea of, 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 of proven solutions in the past and people just can't see past their own nose as to, and then they feel the need to attack you for trying to help out. Yeah. I mean, at the, at the same time, we know, you know, people are hurting and, Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you can't see past that pain. And that's just the nature of, you know, this type of setback. You know, everyone suffers set, uh, kind of experiences and responds to setbacks differently. Um, you know, at times, times in all of our lives, our first time, first go around, we may have been that same person. But as experience kinds of tells us that we have to get up and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I... Uh... I, I salute you guys for putting forth such a, a well-worded petition and getting it out there really far and wide. And and I hope that if nothing else, this brings people a little bit of uh, inspiration to know that there are people that are trying to help out and they're trying to make some real change. Yep. And that's our hope. Yep. Yeah. It's times like this where we kind of even as an entire industry, we just have to reach out and say, Hey, we've helped so many other industries. It's time for somebody to help us. Cause we're, we're normally the yeah. first ones to, to get the call to create gatherings for the other industries. And now we're just kind of sitting here yeah. at home with our, with our laptops and our, luckily we have our online resources and our, and, uh, 
I'm lucky enough to have my kids with me now that schools are closed. So we're going to have to build some relationships at home and build some relationships far and wide as, as much as we can. Time to break out the board games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, play, I've got two eight-year-old kids and playing board games with them is so trying. I, I love them I, to death. <laughs> That's, uh, uh, yeah that's funny yeah it's probably maybe maybe, maybe not that maybe some mario kart or something instead <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did spend the day with my my son is learning how to code so we spent the day nice. learning how to do so python my my eight-year-old son he's got a uh it's like a computer that you build to yourself you you it's called raspberry pi and he's he's learning yep. how to code and he can make his little uh, avatars move from one side to the other and he can give them up down codes and it's it's very inspiring to spend some time with him away from school right, get him a stream deck <laughs> get him a stream deck and train him on some multi-destination switching <laughs> oh, he's he's ready he's geared nice. up for it so right on thank you guys so much for your time i really appreciate Absolutely. it I will, uh, I will make sure that i share this and i will make sure to put the links in the notes so that anybody who's listening can go to is event industry aid or you can look on change.org for the COVID-19 federal age package for events industry.